Welcome to the Fucking Fridays podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Carver. And I'm your co-host, Taylor Carver. Join us as we explore our journey as a couple, navigating through relationship challenges while also evolving individually and as a team. Not only will we be chatting about our relationship, but also hope to entertain you as we navigate through adulthood while trying to keep things spicy. Tune in every Friday and we will be sure to kick off your weekend with a bang. Communication's just a big one because everyone, you might have similar styles to someone with how you communicate, but for the most part, I feel like it's like a fingerprint. Everybody communicates differently. Differently. And people communicate differently. It's like a blueprint. When, it's, yeah, when they have different emotions, even. Like I communicate completely different when, you know, actually, this is really funny. I communicate different from. The morning to the afternoon. like Oh my gosh, yes In you the do. morning, I don't want to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> and I've learned that. And before we get into communication, let's be mindful here that there are different types of communication. You have actual vocal communication, right? Yep. Which would be considered like the physical aspect of communicating, uh, getting your words out, but you also have emotional slash spiritual intellectual communication. Okay. Those, Elaborate on that a little. So you have emotional communication, right? How you connect with one another and communicate, rather it's through your body. So body language you can communicate exactly. with. Exactly. How you, exactly. Are you looking your partner in the eyes? Is your body language you know, look or appear as if you don't want to communicate with them or you slouched mm -hmm. over. Yeah. Uh, that is an example exactly of, of the body language aspect. And then even spiritually, like you can connect with somebody like, for example, even when I, on the last podcast, we were talking about how I came down the stairs and I just looked at you and we both smirked and it's a vibe. It was a vibe. Like that is literally a form of communication it is you know how it is you can go to a festival and you just end up vibing with somebody you don't know what it is it's just on that level you can communicate with people without words communication is also how you convey a message this is something that i struggled with when sophia was trying to communicate with me how she felt or you know maybe not her reason as to why she did things or myself. Um, but it is very important when you are communicating with your partner to keep a very relaxed tone. And that's something that I personally struggled with the most in our relationship is I felt like anytime we needed to have those serious talks or if I was upset because something happened or this whole trust thing, I was not able to communicate effectively with Sophia. And I feel like I'm sure you could say on this effectively, meaning I was just upset with you and angry all the time. So when I would try to speak to you, my message never got through to you because I was so angry. Yeah. And then I would just shut down when that type of stuff was happening. It was like I had zero communication coming out from me. And I actually do think that a lot of the communication you learn is from your parents or whatever the household is when you are growing up. And just to be quite honest, when my parents would get in an argument, the first thing my mom would do is 
walk away. I can see this now after going to therapy, she would do the exact same thing. I would do exactly what she was doing and she would be upset for, you know, a week or whatever it might be. And my dad was somebody who would come in, talk to me about whatever was going on, about communicating. And that's something that I wish I would have modeled a little bit more. Let me ask you, babe, how do you feel about our communication right now in our relationship? So I think communication in, if you're asking specifically our relationship, I do think it's ever evolving, uh, but I do think it continues to get better and it's much better as it's gone on. I think the biggest thing, if we're speaking personally, is my tone with Sophia and uh, just being understanding. You know, one thing that has been the most interesting for me is I come from such a very understanding therapeutic background. Mm -hmm. I am honestly probably one of the best people at crisis communication but when it came to our relationship it was like you would never know that I'm actually that's that was one of my strengths yeah and so my therapist helped me like say hey you should allow that to bleed into your relationship you would be held at a completely different pedestal if you could give your partner the respect on how you communicate Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I feel like I actually do pride in myself in having the really hard conversations in a professional setting absolutely, and keeping my cool. But when it came to you and I, it's like I had to say something rude. I just, (laughs) I just like couldn't help it, but I would, I never do that in a professional setting. Oh yeah. A really good example here. Uh, Sophia, (laughs) she gets annoyed easily, right? So that's just her and it's totally fine, babe. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So There was one time I asked you, I know you're going to remember this once I say it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? You have something to say about me all the time. And I was like, why are you so annoyed with me? And you were like, (laughs) you were like, at this, so at this time we weren't married or engaged. You were like, I'm dating you. I live with you. I see you every day. I was told if there's anybody I'm going to be annoyed with, it's going to be the person I'm dating because I'm with them the most. Because you don't see me getting annoyed with my mom or my friends. I was like, well, why not? And you're like, because I don't fucking date them. And I was like, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. At that point, I let that sink in. And I was like, you're not wrong. But on the flip side, I also was like, but why are you so annoyed with your partner? At that point, I was also like, why are you fucking dating like, me? Like, do you even want to be with me? Like, yeah. why? Are, like, if I annoy you that much, and again, this is like little shit annoyance, like me being OCD or but maybe... I, I get why you would ask that, though. Yeah, I was just like, why do every day you have something to say? Like, wh- what was that? And this was back to where if we, you know, it, it just all makes sense now. It was like, clearly we weren't communicating instead of saying hey babe it really upsets me or it just bothers me when you do that it would just be like are you fucking kidding me you did that again like just honestly everybody be mindful of your presentation think before you speak I'm saying this now because now we know yeah and I can say looking back at that I was annoyed because one we weren't having sex because we couldn't communicate So I was annoyed there. I was also annoyed because I was battling. Do I want to stay with Taylor? Do I not? And so was I. Yeah, it was it was it was a battle. So it was like being annoyed with myself, sexually frustrated and honestly, probably having nothing else to pick on 
So there you were. A yeah. good old six foot, <laughs> let me, annoyance. <laughs> I guess. And I just want to put this out there. Um, I believe, I, th- I think that communication is on a spectrum. Now hear me out. Okay. Let's hear I've it. always thought this. I think everything's on a spectrum. Okay. And when we hear spectrum, I think there's like a negative word there of spectrum where it's either like really bad or really black or white. Yes. Like black or white. I literally think everything's on a spectrum. Okay. I, I would agree. I don't want to get too too deep into this, but let's just stick to communication here. Uh, It's kind of like you have to gauge. So like if you think of communication, right, we're looking at a scale here. There's certain ways how to gauge on how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And with that comes your communication pattern. So how I talk to you, how I gauge our conversation, yeah, essentially is different than with my mom. Now, uh, yeah, the flip question would be, because I've thought about this is, well, if somebody's listening to this podcast, they're like, what do you mean? Respect, tone, volume, how is it on a spectrum if you're still trying to stick to those same outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. But because everybody has a different communication style, and I went back to the spiritual, the mm-hmm. intellectual, like the physical. Now, think of it as like a bottle or, or a cup, whether it's half full or half empty, that whole concept where everybody's is still different. And yeah, so that different level. I have to gauge just because I know you or let's use me for an example. Um, I'm very patient with everyone, but when it comes to you, if, if you get upset with me, it actually has triggered me in the past to have more of a short fuse. Mm -hmm. So you've had to, unfortunately had to really be careful, which is unfortunate, you know, in how you talk to me because you knew like, if I don't, if I'm not mindful of how I present my communication style to Taylor, she's going to blow a fucking fuse. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. And then there's me where I'm like, I want to get it off my chest right then and there. But I know if I bring it up at 12 PM and not after work, that that could actually render one, the rest of our day and the outcome of our day. Yes. So do you get where I'm going with this? Yes, I, I, I do. I think the spectrum thing, you're on to something with that because I think even with different people, they ha- there are different levels on the communication spectrum. But even depending on the day or the mood that I'm in or you're in, the spectrum might be different on how we communicate. Yeah, if I just know it's one of those work days... I'm probably going to be a little bit more, a little bit more mindful. And this is why communicating is so important. And I'm going to tie this into checking in. Sophia and I just weren't, you and I weren't checking in often. We were arguing and bickering so much that in my mind, it was like, I, I, I thought to myself, Taylor knows exactly how I feel. I just spewed it out in a really rude way, whatever it might be. I was like, to me, honestly even sometimes I say this I'm like why do we need to check in we talk about things as they come we do this every day but Taylor's 
mind works differently. And again, since I'm choosing to be her lover and her partner in this life, thank you. I need to adjust. So what Taylor needs is she wants to check in once, once a week, a week. Mm-hmm. and is basically like, how are you feeling? And we did get this recommendation from our therapist, mm-hmm. but it's funny, babe, because in a way, since you like to do write out to do lists and stuff, you still wanted it before that was like a recommendation. Before we actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, just two different or two completely different uh, styles and how we communicate and, and follow up on things. It was first recommended, hey, check in once a month, which actually I do recommend. I do understand once a week can be a lot. The reason we do once a week now is because we are at a point in our life where once a week is like no problem and we've yeah. gotten through this whole communication barrier. Yeah, and so, we have a lot of goals now that require a lot more organization. <laughs> exactly. So I would say if you're just trying to like work on you guys building your relationship up, I think once a month is great. If there's anything you can take from this episode, I'm going to recommend right now, if you're dating somebody, do a monthly check-in. Well, do a monthly check-in even with yourself, you guys. I was just going to say that. I started doing monthly check-ins with myself. What are my goals? What are my aspirations? Where am I individually with myself internally in my relationship? There's so many things that once you start actually thinking of this stuff, you spiral, hopefully in a good way. Being mindful is almost the hardest step, our therapist Mindfulness told you, is a told whole us. nother podcast what the definition of mindful is mindfulness is and what that means so communicate we'll call it for for this episode communicate with yourself first just communicate with yourself yeah how do i feel listen to your thoughts you know if you have a thought seriously i know it sounds ridiculous but like (laughs) no i agree you know we're human and we live in a crazy world and it's 90 miles a minute and we work from home and even working from home, I literally still feel like there's no time in the day to do all the things I want to do. Let's get back to communication. I do think checking in with your partner once a month is great. And what that allows you to do is be vulnerable with one another and sit down. And there might be something that comes up that you're like, oh, I didn't know that you wanted to do this. Yeah. Or, yeah. oh, you're feeling this way. It's it's literally a check-in. Yeah. Or what What I noticed was when I was saying we check in all the time, like I talk to you every day, we sit on the couch and watch TV. That's not Almost every night. You don't realize how fast life is moving and what you're doing day to day. Even though you guys might be vegging out on the couch to decompress after the day, you're not really talking about things that are important that important some of you might be but I think it's really easy to get used to that pattern and when you have that once a month check-in you can kind of snap out of it and for a second and be like how do you feel about me in this relationship how do you feel internally are you stressed are you depressed are you really happy I don't think communication is exactly like vegging out watching tv like it is two individuals with your undivided attention possibly a notepad I use one don't know if that'll ever go away you know but also writing out goals it's kind of like when they say manifesting your dreams Mm -hmm. you know write that fucking shit out who cares if it's old school going back to paper or write a note to do it list on your phone that's virtual that you can look at set a reminder on your calendar to do a check-in like 
because of where we are in this age, there's really no excuse for like, oh, we forgot to check in or. Yeah. And, and there's staring no at the TV and just like chatting about like what drama happened at work. That's not communicating and like listening to each other's wants and needs. That's, that's not just, a personal check in. Yeah. That's just like chatting. And one thing with that being said, you know, communication involves news, information, personal thoughts opinions so i agree with you where it's like if you're just doing a check-in or you you know a lot of people are like oh well we do talk we talk every day when we get home from work okay well what's that conversation like are you asking your partner hey how was work today oh it's fine and then that's it like that to me is not a formal way of communicating yeah there's a difference between telling and communicating like i could come home from something and be like this happened to me you know with my family it just felt like this person was being super negative the whole time i was there taylor could skip over it and tell me about her time or she can say and how did that person make you feel was that exactly. negativity coming towards follow-up questions listening yep i have been listening to a lot of podcasts and um i i'm just trying to better myself every day and right now the the best podcasters the best interviews the best partners the best leaders they know how to listen communicate is their traits but listening i would say is 80% of communication in my book that's how oh, i yeah. look at it so if you're listening and you're like okay cool they're talking about how to communicate but how about how to improve how to communicate, right? Let's go over how to get to strong, healthy communication. Okay. Right? I think we do have some tips. There are some tips. And I think the first thing we can talk about is the timing of communicating. Uh, I was a time in a place. There's a time and a place. Which and we did not know this. I would say more so myself, like it would be 1 p.m. Actually, it would be 9 a.m. Oh, gosh. On the way to work. Here. On the way to work. Something stupid happens. You didn't do this before you left or, oh, my God, you didn't check this before you left. I told you I needed it. And we're already arguing on the way to work. And then argue the whole day. So, and then take your lunch break to argue. It is not yeah, healthy that was at all. Wild. So, take your time and think about timing. There is a hundred percent of time and a place. Sophia and I have a rule where we do not talk about deep shit unless something happens right then and there. Yeah, you unless know? you're getting like a bad phone call or something, which happens. It just happened to me a, a couple, yeah, about a couple weeks ago, unfortunately. Yeah. But, Set a time. This is a good tip because there was a time Taylor and I were over communicating so much. I do think that over communicating is a big thing because there was a time where Taylor and I both worked from home and we would just update each other on the day, like in real time, like something would happen at work and then we'd be like, hey, guess what? Like, guess what I just did? And then the end of the day would come and we couldn't really be like, what'd you do at work today? <laughs> we were like, we have nothing to talk about. So um, yeah, know the time and the place. Yeah, know the time and the place. And with that would be process how you're feeling first. Mm, that's a hard one to teach people. Like, and yourself. Yeah. It's like, you can't communicate effectively if you haven't even processed your own feelings. And again, I'm like giving myself all of this here. 
I couldn't do that. I was not well, able to do that. the walking away tip and has I, helped. I think our therapist said 30 minutes is the, the minimum amount of time, right? Yeah. It's 30. So taking a break from a heated conversation, you're all going to have different lines. Some people, one person might raise their vo- voice for one word and they need to call a break. Some people like Taylor and I, we would yell for an hour and then call the break. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has their own threshold. But whenever you decide that break is, it needs to be at least 30 minutes. At least. For me, it's actually... I think an hour is probably the... Yeah. If you want to speed this up and get your relationship and communication on track, take the hour break. But also, sometimes an hour break may not it may not be reasonable. So what we were also suggested that helped was uh, give it 24 to 48 hours. Now, again, this is about that spectrum, finding a threshold. I wasn't able to wait an entire week. I was like, oh my gosh, waiting a whole week. It's too long. I was like, we have to wait a whole week. She's still pissed at me for a whole week. And that was having me avoiding it. A week is not feasible either because I think what I was actually doing was just I would be pissed for three days and then I would just avoid it after that, which is not healthy either. Uh, Communication also does tie into being vulnerable, something we keep bringing up here. But if you're not able to let your guard down and let your partner get through to you, Uh, communication isn't just you being the one verbalizing. It's also like being receptive to communication. So Mm, let's say you're willing to be vulnerable, making I statements. Hey, babe, I felt this today. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, you know, like, I actually feel like I was like that for a while. I want to like be real here and have a conversation. So sorry that I cut you off. But that was actually me being rude and not listening to you. Okay. I remember doing that. Like you'd get so upset and then you would cry to me finally. And I feel like I was just still so angry that I couldn't yeah. do it. So just don't over talk one another. <laughs> Let your partner speak. Hear your partner out. Be receptive to what they're saying. Even if it fucking is killing you. <laughs> if you're like cringing. Again, body language is communication. Don't show that you're cringing. Like, let them know by how you speak to them. Hey, I really don't like that statement. I actually don't agree with you, but I hear you, and I'll I'll try I'll try harder or I'll do better. Right? Yeah. And good communication doesn't mean that you won. Yeah. And good communication to me means that both people left. Winning. Not in tears. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about in tears, but yeah. Full steps. Now, to me, a, a good conversation means we end in a hug. Or how about this? Communication isn't defined by a winner and a loser. Yeah, like there's no like there's no winning here in communicating. And that's you know who's winning in communication at the end of the day? Communication. That's right. <laughs> uh, communication is also what? Like what are a couple other things you would say it is? Uh, So there is humility and so humility means what I basically at one point had no humility, which meant I didn't care what was right or wrong. I thought it like how what I thought was correct, like it was my way or the highway. 
Like I truly wouldn't give room. And I didn't really, I've heard of that word before, but I've never had somebody like really say it to me about someone or myself. So when my therapist said, you need to practice humility, she basically was saying, you need to practice taking a fault. Like humility means nothing's my fault. Everything, it's not like woe is me, but it's like I, nothing is my fault essentially. Yeah, which having humility, yeah, it goes back to being just like humble and modest, which I'm not even speaking personally, but it's like looking at kind of like what we talked about, a bigger picture, looking at the view of, of everything. If you're humbled, I feel like you're able to sit with what's going on. Yeah, and you're allowed to be, you know, you're a different person with your lover. I think the reason why I was so upset or why it caught my attention so much when my therapist said I need to practice humility was because I think to my core, my core values is that I am humble and I am modest. And to most people in my life, I am like that, but I'm not like that's my partner. My partner is a different dynamic. This is someone who I want to like fight the world with and like I'm sexual with. And you might be the nicest person in the world or the most modest person in the world, but you're not like that with your partner. You know, there it's it's kind of crazy. I feel like even growing up, point. like I see the way my parents might be to their friends when I was younger. Or their children. To their children. It's like, and that's okay. And I think for a while, like I feel like I even used it against Taylor. I would be like, you're, you know, people don't know how like angry you could really get and Taylor would say things to me like oh you're so sweet to your friends but not to me oh yeah I used to say that That is that is okay like it's not okay to not be sweet to your partner or to be more angry with me than the next person but it's okay like that person's gonna bring out certain sides of you and since she called that out and I thought I know that I am that person to most people I was like if that's a positive characteristic in me who deserves that more than my partner i agree so that's why it's good to actually go talk to an unbiased person like taylor said because they're gonna tell you how it is and it's gonna hurt and you can't get pissed at them because you're like i don't even freaking know this person and uh i think (laughs) humility is excuse me i think humility is kind of an underused word here so that too like First of all, let's get into the the definition of it a little bit. It's like no, drop some knowledge on this. It's like being able to acknowledge that somebody else maybe isn't able to communicate in a calm way. So if we use I don't use you as an example, but like You can. No, this is this is real right here. I told you guys it doesn't get any more raw than this. Let's just like dive into humility here for for a second because i i do think it's a very underused word Mm -hmm, i agree um not being humiliated yeah but humility with a t yeah so So humility and humiliated are completely different i didn't know that before this but i looked it up humility i you at one point and i did as well lacked humility because you weren't understanding that I that you you lacked an understanding and I lacked a way of communicating with my tone with everything Mm -hmm. so humility is just 
it's it ties into being modest. So humility is something that you and I both have obtained and grown with because with humility is when you start to recognize and understand somebody. And I've had humility in my entire professional career that Mm -hmm. like drove me to be the best therapist because I had humility for my clients, but I didn't have that emotional connection. And so this is where in my head in Sophia's head and our friends were like, how is this girl such a good therapist? But like, is like tripping on her partner. And I wasn't able to face that, I think, for the longest. I think that was one of the hardest things um, because now, and I'm still working on this, I'm trying to use it as a strength. Uh, Humility is is more of a personal attribute. What would you call it? It's like... You, like you would never get a compliment from someone saying, "Oh my gosh, you have so much humility." Humility is something that you chat about and you keep score with yourself, and only you really know how how often you're recognizing it. You know what I mean? It's truly. So you know what? No one's gonna like give you a compliment like, "Girl, your humility is on 10. Cool. Which I'm means- gonna have. I'm gonna make that one of. We need My to pillars. talk about this. We need to talk yeah. about this word more because I didn't. I'm telling you, when she told me about it, it kind of shook me. And what's and crazy I went is and googled it. This and is I all felt shameful. You did that. I didn't have it. Well, it's something that we didn't display for ourselves. Or yeah. For, 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 so that's sorry. Yes. We didn't display that for our partnership. We didn't display it for ourselves either. But we were practicing it in our personal lives like in or in our careers like i was i 100 percent. oh i know i was in my career i know Still i was to this day, and so do you but we weren't displaying yeah this is where you guys it gets it gets hard and it's been hard and and we know there's just so much to share because it's like i can't explain how communication i know it's our last pillar here but i'm like fuck for me if i'm actually right now thinking about it our sex is great, so <laughs> whether it happens this many times or not, communication is number one for me. Yes, and we're going to give you Sorry. a couple more. <laughs> no, that was good, babe. I think our edibles are kicking in a little bit. Mm. But um, we do have some more tips. We actually think communication is so important that the episode after this is going to be a tool that was given to us by our therapist that literally we didn't just get here by talking like this. Okay. You guys, there was a step-by-step how to communicate an issue or a problem. It's called an oink race. I was going to say, give them a little tip. Uh, the oink race. I cannot wait. The to get into oink it. race is the next episode. So here are some tips. If you get into the part of the communication where it's really heated on both sides, we have some really good tips for you on how to like legit bring your heart rate down, whether you're heated, whether you have anxiety. I've gotten to a level where I've had to use these tips because I've just was so sad in the moment. So what happens if it's a big fight and it's like there is no calm communicating right now? Right? Yeah, like heart like, rates. Let's talk are about up. yeah, like let's talk about those tips, which 
we have a few to to list here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if your heart rate is up and you need to calm down, I love this one, taking deep breaths. Mm -hmm. It is a lot harder than it sounds. And you have to practice it in order for it to start like. Yeah. And you happening. have to basically do, I think it's like nine super deep breaths in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Wow, babe. The Both more of our breathe, breathing out. It's pretty good. You could tell me and Taylor breathe because if you guys don't breathe that often, try that and try to push so much out it's hard don't faint if you if you do too little or too much you will you'll be like holy shit but what's crazy is um our diaphragm our lungs we can breathe more past our lungs because we have like this whole extra diaphragm down here so the the longer breath you take in and slowly blow out only you can like actually feel your lower diaphragm like pushing that air out and you it's can so like healthy exercise that and you'll it's so good for you basically the slower the better if you're hardcore you like hold it in your brain at the top but that's if you're badass we sound high pick it up okay so <laughs> okay, one of our tips one. is breathing uh sophia mentioned it earlier going on a walk my favorite is going on a walk i have two favorites here that i'm gonna just put in the middle one is a hug if we're in the middle of a fight, I actually don't want to fight you because I fucking love your ass. Give me a fucking hug. Yes. That or took us a what while. I do best, I just give you a hug. She just gives me a hug and I'll be like, eh. Yeah. And I'll uh, be like trying like I don't like it, but I always like it. It's always I just, appreciated. A hug means the world. You actually do get a sense of connection there. Yes. Um, and right behind that for me would be a cold shower something that Ooh, i that is badass that i was so freaking opposed to like it was recommended to me and i was like why is my therapist recommending a cold shower i used to take ice baths for college like mm -hmm. fuck that i'm not taking cold shower that it is the me. equivalent of within three minutes like i take a three minute cold shower but actually even what's better is a cold plunge um <laughs> But what's even more healthier and more successful is by actually cold plunging. Winhoff, wow. if any of you know, hopefully you've listened to his podcast on deep breathing and cold plunging. Yeah. I can't sit here and lie and say I cold plunge every day. Um, I should, but I 100% believe in it. I'll give you props it. for the cold shower. That is not easy to do. So it slows your breathing down. It's like a nice little shock. Taylor does the cold showers. Um, you can also put like your head in a bowl of ice, like yes. ice water. I have like an ice roller. And sometimes when I'm feeling anxious, I'll like even roll it kind of like on my temples and on my collarbones and like on my heart. Honestly, I don't know why. I think it, I think it just like distracts your brain a little bit and that helps. Probably that too. Cause it is fucking cold. Another tip that we have is have a safe word. So a word that you would use if you're like basically a word to to notify you to take that break to walk away. Make sure it's a word you don't use often. If if it's yeah, we accidentally used pickle, but we both love pickles. So a couple more tips here on communication before we wrap up is I would say again, calm before reacting, and uh, taking a walk is also helpful. I know that's something earlier I said I I wasn't 
good with or didn't sit right with me when Sophia did get up to leave, but uh, it's very healthy to go on a walk. Just let your partner know. Like one thing I did ask Sophia is, hey, if you're going to just up and leave, like I, I get it, you need your space, but I do feel like instead of trying to hiding it, you should be like, I need to leave right now to cool down. Like I actually needed mm-hmm. her verbal of this is what I'm doing. I'm just going to cool down. And it did make me feel better. Like, cool. It does. Because you know, probably cool down too. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm going over here to take a bath. I'm cooling down or I'm leaving to cool down because again, it's kind of on that safety and trust thing. It's like, I'm letting you know. Yeah. And then I would say as well, this is like a good one here for the both of you. It's like celebrating your achievements. So we like it's like even during a fight you're so worried about the negative and like the shame and the annoyingness and fighting it's like why can't at any point you come together and be like you know what that's this is a stupid fight like what we did do right today was like do this or we did this or you made me a bomb breakfast like i don't know like we have gotten better at celebrating achievements, which leads to like more love and being like appreciative. I feel like, yeah, I think that's a good one. Like make sure, like make sure your partner feels seen. I feel like that's a good one, but I think that's pretty much it for this episode. We are going to have another episode that's going to stem on communication because it wasn't this easy. You guys, we had to really practice every argument we got into our therapist actually gave us a tip on how to literally go through it. Step All by step. of the problems, pull the shit under the rug that we knew we were sweeping, but we didn't know it was that big of a cluttered rug under there. Shit. And it is called the oink race. The oink race. And uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. Yeah. Any up. problem, like Taylor said, big or small, you can do it right on the spot we would be at dinner and go into bathrooms and oink race really quick. We're going to tell you the exact step-by-step they gave us to pretty much squash any argument at any time. Well, as best as you can. (laughs) Once you get good at it. Happy fucking Fridays, everybody. And that's a wrap. Peace and pussy.